finally, you breathe the fresh air. It's hard to reckon how many days you spent down there, but you slept and awoke more than half a dozen times between sessions exploring the decaying museum. The mission feels closer to completion now than ever before. As Crow said, this is it. But outside the hidden valve of this bigger on the inside palatial chamber, the lotus throne held therein, suddenly things seem more complicated again. As you fled the chamber of the queen, Guo Guo, the corpulent matriarch of the Bullywug Queendom, you followed the guidance of another serpent folk who promised to lead you to what you seek. So long as you spare her life, she will take you to one of their facilities, she says, where someone from the fjord, from Legdanun, or even maybe as far off as Elutra could be held. She didn't seem to know exactly who you were looking for, asking you, Molly, was it? She takes you to a valve near the rear of the chamber, and you opened this way. There's a dais outside, a raised platform, truly at the zenith of this ziggurat. It's to your east. To the west, the edge of the level you stand on, dropping some 20 feet before the next ledge. Outside what may be the front door to the Lotus Throne, facing the east, there is a gathering of Batrachian elites. We see them from behind, where our party lurks, and the crystal lens, pink energy emanating from it, zaps a figure, a surge of cosmic violence, and they are torn from our reality and thrown into some other, vaporized, erased, undone. Spark recalls as they exit, as they witness the event unfolding at the foggy top of the pyramid. This is the primary function of this site. Once a museum, a holy place, now hallowed for another purpose. Spark, your subroutines do not include all the context, but you understand that this device atop the facility was at one point under your jurisdiction for observation and maintenance. Like the subject you saw excised, so too are some of the memories you feel you once had. Null. We see the gang covered out of sight behind the dais, looking around the corner at this scene. The cracked lens above you spiderwebs with residual energy, chaotically arcing through the air sometimes. But it winds down. The fog surrounding you seems to have adopted some of the attributes of this foreign magic. And as you look about, trying to get your bearings, you see there are occasionally ripples in this mass, moving in unnatural ways. So, what do you do? Some ideas that were discussed last time I have available to highlight for you, if you would like. Please. Okay. Michael said of Spark, This is why I don't go outside. 
fair. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I immediately <laughs> remove my goggles of night because it's so much brighter out here. <laughs> and uh, y'all see my uh, just like brass eyes that are just like kind of like discs, kind of like turning in my uh, uh, in my eyes as they like kind of close <laughs> a little bit in this. Uh, and I'm like, oh, I used to I used to maintain facilities but 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 i don't i I don't remember as and as i'm saying this you see like uh i've been spark like sometimes my sparks emit a little bit more often than other times um and i'm just like as i'm like trying to recall this information you see that like uh there's just like uh my head like twitches for a second and like a little spark like emits out the side of my neck okay Feel free to respond. I can also continue with uh, some of the other things people said. Go for it. Give us the give us the recap. Okay. Well, uh, we kind of reached the end of the recap. I, uh, the ideas that were discussed, Che, you mm. mentioned fleeing down the pyramid to the west. Makes away sense from to me. Zach mentioned using this moment to intimidate the bullywugs into a full submission, making them disperse, leave this place. Or, I think Jesse might have mentioned freeing them. Or, and then someone else said, maybe you're in charge now. And Jesse uh, mentioned something about um, when you claimed Dap originally, that he beat the bad Mamma Jamma, and now he's the baddest Mamma Jamma. Or something like that. Mm. <laughs> I do like being the Mamma Jamma. But, Come, uh... Mamma Jammas, face me! <laughs> all you bad Mamma Jammas. All you bad Mamma Jammas. It's pretty safe. There could only be um, one. Um, okay. Uh, and then there's loot. We haven't gone over the loot. Oh, all this loot, so much. So, True. it's stuff that you pulled from the undercarriage of the horrible frog queen and from around the room as you fled. There's just very scant treasures, but seem powerful, magical items. But I don't know if we want to deal with that right now. I want to turn it over to you guys. What, at the beginning of the act three of our story, what the hell are you going to do right now? Um... Could I get? Could I ask a uh, fellow players here to for a brief physical description of your uh, of your uh, characters to get a kind of just a I, idea I like of that. everyone's uh, status? Uh, I believe Bart is like bleeding from multiple wounds. Has like a smashed, like half of his face is smashed in, and has like definitely an indented cheekbone that's just pulverized, and uh, probably limping holding on to his snake to move, right? Because Bart went down in the last fight and then got brought back up and all this stuff. So not looking good, that's for sure. Bart looks really shitty. <laughs> well, Bart took, I think if I recall the combat, Bart was the only one who took like a full stomp. Like cars got yeah. like pummeled and like bludgeoned, but like Bart just got straight up like stomped into the ground. Got 30 plus damage in one attack to the face. Okay. All right. It was yeah. bad. I am. I am at six HP. If you want a number, <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was bad. It bad. That's hard deal. I do have All some right. spells and stuff left, so I'm like kind of functional. Are you guys out of healing? Like, I could heal, healing? but then I would not have any spells left. <laughs> I guess I have what the about, wand still. Like, consumable charges like, left in the wand. Three charges on the wand. Wow. Where'd they all go? Anybody remember? Yeah, where did they all go? <laughs> I don't they're know. in the pyramid still. Bart, yeah, Bart's been them. 
Bart's been sucking on it in his sleep, you know, <laughs> taking a hit every now and then. Pacifier. Oh, yeah, yeah, this yep. shit's good. Yeah. Every once in a while, just a little bit of chewing, like. <laughs> yep. Hey, Bart, what's that in your mouth? Nothing. <laughs> it's my jewel. It's just my jewel. And then you look at Bart's smile, and it's just perfect. This is beautiful, beautiful pearly whites. <laughs> Oh man, I think Spark. I, I so I just said Spark was yeah, amazing, uh, a little more luminescent, sparking. Um, yeah, just like a little bit more intermittent, especially after having uh, cast all of their spells. Um, they are looking not like uh, physically. Uh, very few blemishes. I'm, I'm pretty sturdy right now. Uh, most most of my HP are there, but uh, I think I'm just standing there like mouth agape, staring up at this thing. Um, but otherwise, looking all right. Uh, Crow um, looks pretty beat up. I mean, she's she's been worse, but she's clearly not in good health. Um, I think you probably couldn't tell this, but she has no spell slots remaining. Um, but she looks like she is like pumped mm. up and just riding the high and probably going to act rashly any moment unless uh right she gets convinced not to <laughs> i mean you guys for context it's been a matter of minutes at the most an indeterminate amount of time but a matter of minutes yeah. since you defeated the queen of this bullywug queendom that had exiled the king down below, and then this rift opened up as all of her eggs exploded in magical energy and her body exploded too. And then it like closed. And if you ever seen the cinematic at the beginning of StarCraft II, where the Archon dematerializes and leaves a perfect spherical outline of where it was, it's like an entropic zoop, and there's a hole in the chamber, which now that I mention it, you start to hear something. First, it's a trickle. And then the sound of running water. And then a bullywug screams. Where is the scream coming from? On the dais. You can see it's one of them. It's pointing at something on the front side that you can't quite see because it's on the other side of the the building that you came out of all right i mean bart will tap himself a couple of times with the wand and i'll do a little bit of healing to myself but bart will also kind of like look around to everybody and be like in his very beleaguered beleaguered beat up state be like what you we have to go we have to get down this side of the, 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 the uh, and then maybe catch if you if if crow is broadcasting her emotional um, state and attentions kind of I, I think she's just like starting to skulk over to get a better look at whatever is happening bro what are you doing that's going back into the into the thick of it what are you doing I, I just have to see see what it is while this is going on cars is going to turn to our uh, uh, how to describe this a co new accompaniment slash hostage and Cars, Cars is also much like Bart. He's banged up while his armor is clearly caved in in certain places. His hair is just like soaking, soaked and matted to his forehead, uh, bruised, um, bruised and bloody. He just he looks at her and just he kind of looks out into this fog and asks her, you, 
You there? We're, we came. We came here via river. Is there? Is there a river nearby? Where's? Where is it? He's thinking of the boat. He's thinking of getting out. So you're you're asking her. Sorry, what exactly? Uh, where's the been, nearest? Where's that? He's asking. There, there, they, there was a river near. Like, there, he, yes. He still thinks they're probably from that building. There must be a river nearby. That must yes. be the river that came via. Uh, so she looks around and she's like, "The river is well. Which one? They're all around us. The, the, the closest one must be uh, that way." And she indicates to the northwest. Um, though, again. This was like the deepest part of the basin. It seemed like all the rivers flowed to here. Right. I think that she shows you that, you know, there was one that seemed like it went uh, to a large body of water. And she indicates over there's the lake where most of this pools. But why don't you want to go to the facility I mentioned and find your people? Cars looks back at as Crow is peeking around. Cars just looks back at Bart and Spark, like, like it gives it like it's really is the are we, are we actually gonna go on in this condition? Like this is this is borderline madness. In that pause, she says, "We we cannot tarry here. We must leave before we are spotted. If if only to preserve my own life. If they spot me with you, I'll be executed. Let's go." Yeah. We had a boat of sorts, a craft. We anchored near one of the, the outskirts around here, I think to the northwest, maybe. Okay, um, well, just beyond the hatchery, uh, there's, well, I mean, I guess there's the lumber camp as well. We can make our way towards the river if you would like to begin there. Again, I, I can guide you anywhere within the basin. Um, if you would like to see your family again, and perhaps then, once I have fulfilled my obligation to you, you will continue to be as beneficent and merciful as you have been, and let me go. And perhaps along the way I may share my story. Ours, for a split second, looks at like the really frickin' tattered seal to his armor that I think it doesn't say prefect anymore. I think it just says like pre. Mm. The effect part got pre. Got torn off. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Like, and then he looks back at Bart, and Cars has a lot of feelings. I think he needs to unpack with him at some point with his little goblin buddy. But he just looks back at her and <clears throat> blast it. In which direction is which direction are these others? Uh, be quick. There's a rise, uh, the, the highest ground in here. It's by the Gulthius tree. The Gulthius tree. What I know, what that is, is that hmm. a thing? That's a that's a big old tree over northeast of here, isn't it? Yes. And uh, oh yeah, I uh, I quietly uh, sit, uh, kneel down and pull out my backpack and pull out a small scroll and uh, like look around to make sure that we're not being looked at. And I roll it out and I show. You, as you're doing this, you hear. Um, a couple of the frogmen up on the highest terrace there, which you are, you're like below them down, you know, and you can like peer up your nose over the top and see what they're doing. And some of them are shouting and gesturing with their staffs at 
water that seems like it's flowing out of the building that you just came out of. Okay, yeah, this is also an important question, I feel like. Do I get the sense that these people are using this place in the way it was supposed to, or are they violating the place that I, like, maintained and okay. uh, was a part of? Like, what's what's my vibe I will on answer what that. they're doing here? I will answer that, and then I will answer, Bart, your question about if you know what a Gultheus tree is, and anyone else that wants to make a roll on that, I will allow it at that time. <clears throat> about the facility here. It does not seem to be being used in a way that is contrary to its purpose, though it seems severely damaged, and you are surprised that it's working at all. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I, uh, not being concerned with what they're doing so much, uh, I make sure that they're not going to see us and like maybe... Mm -hmm. If we're going to stay on this little ledge real quick, I'll, I'll just like show them this little uh, map I have. I'm like, this is the entire world. And uh, <laughs> and sh and show. Uh, should I just post it in Discord or something? Uh, uh, yes, post it in Discord. Also, okay. you uh, you get uh, inspiration for that. That's great. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> the entire world. This is the entire world. <laughs> and look at this map that we can see oh, here. Someone want to so describe cool. to us this map. I'm opening it. I'll put um, it in guess, the description of the episode for, for any listener. But yeah, go ahead. Um, so yeah, to the left, there's like two uh, rivers uh, coming in together as one that starts to snake through this basin. First in the river is this uh, tower called the Watchtower with an eye above it. Further along the river squiggling northward, there's a, a house-shaped symbol with a bug next to it that says, More Bugs! <laughs> and then in the center, there's a uh, large pyramid, which I assume we're standing on, that says, mm -hmm. 90 degree flood angle of lens suggests... Fixed angle. Fixed, sorry. Uh, I no, can't you're good. I, I'm looking at the wrong one. I should... Uh, maybe my... maybe some other character, not the game master, chimes in and says, no, that says fixed, <laughs> not flood angle. Right. I... <laughs> I spark a little bit. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> uh, yeah, fixed angle of lens suggests lateral translation. Uh, to the right, uh, the, uh, there at the pyramid, the river forks off but it seems like since we know this is a basin these are all probably mm -hmm. funneling to right in the center where we are now um, mm -hmm. to the north and east there's a plateau with a large tree that says could it be Goltheus and above that it just says bugs um, below that uh, below the right next to the Goltheus tree purpose of sight um, there's like a, a, a little emblem and a dotted line between the top of this pyramid and this uh, this emblem that like looks like it portrays some sort of gemstone or something pyramidal, but also pentagonal um, mm. next to the Goltheus tree. Next to that, where the river is coming in from the east, it says Slime Country. There's a... Uh, what is it? Davy Jones? Skull and Crossbones. Davy yeah, Jones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and below that, it says Bullywug Courts, and there's a bunch of squares in the southeast. And that's the map. My first Very good. take looking at it is that the lens, which is near us, is like focused on whatever is near the tree. Like if there's a, a line connecting the two. 
So it's uh, mm -hmm. the lens either send something toward its emblem or use it in some way or get something from it. But Is it angled that way now? Maybe. When you look at the map and you look at the site that you are at, it, it looks like roughly to the northeast of you, this lens is slightly off kilter from the east-west orientation of the pyramid and is pointed directly at that direction. Though you cannot see in the fog a ridge line or a tree in the distance. Um, you did at the crater's edge, not Spark, but the other three of you did see some things from the crater's rim that you might recognize on this. been a while since we've seen that larger bulbador map. Yeah, it might even still be pinned, but I mean I mean, right, we kind of like made our way. Like where we where we went down was kind of at the watchtower. That's where we fell. Now we came out the top of the main ziggurat is what it looks like. I feel like didn't we spot the like what are the courts on this map? Didn't we kind of spot a feature that they have been them? Am I tripping? I might be tripping. Just asking questions, just asking questions. I mean, the map looks exactly like the I think we definitely map. did. Yeah. Did we spot what? One thing that I guess for the listener maybe is this map, it looks like it's hand drawn and is on oh, yeah. like a tattered piece of parchment with like annotations and question marks on it. Yeah. I, as I got this spread on the ground, I look around at everyone like, I got this off again, a, a dead guy too. Hmm. Like most of my stuff. It looks kind of similar to our map that we've made when we came into the basin at first. But I suppose, and then Bart will tap on the ziggurat. Like, we, we were here now. We fell, and Bart will tap on the watchtower, which is to the south, down near here. Which means uh, our boat is actually to the south if we wanted it's... to go get our boat. <laughs> it, it's complicated it is figuring out away. exactly <laughs> where you are um you know this would be hard to do yeah um hmm. oh yeah i don't know i don't know do i know what the tree is what is tree oh yeah Goltheus tree yeah g-u-l-t-h-i-a-s um why don't you roll me, explain to me what kind of knowledge you want to tap into and, and tell me. Um, I mean, I think it would probably be nature if it's a nature. kind of natural thing. Tree lore, natural lore. Yeah. Have you ever heard of something in the nature verse? Yeah, go ahead and roll me a nature check. I'm great. Oh, super curious as well uh, okay. what I would know about this so, tree. I'm thinking Arcana, though. Arcana, like, you know, or arcane history. lore. Maybe history, probably, actually, because... Like something I in just, your data logs. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Bart, Bart did roll a, a natural five and has no bonuses, so... Bart. Okay, so we have a five in nature, and... Well, I'm glad I... History I, check. I'm glad I went for history, because I have a negative one in that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. But I rolled a 12, so that's an 11. Okay. Mm. Um... You, Bart, you have never heard of a Gulthius tree. Heard. Yeah. Um, oh, thanks. 
You don't know what it is? I mean, you know that there are magical tree things in the world. Like, maybe it has some sort of specific magical property. Maybe it's just really good fruit. Probably not that. Goldy fruit. Um, maybe it's a location of a certain thing. It's obviously sure. very big on this map. Uh, okay. Um, with the history check, 12, you said? 11. It's the 11. biggest tree in the whole world. It's the biggest tree in the whole world. It's true. The whole world is pretty small, so. Well, in this whole <laughs> no, world, huge. this is the, the biggest it? tree. Um, it is also the location of another facility. You don't really know what that facility is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was not somewhere that you have ever been. But it's like another structured facility like a building underneath yeah. it or within it or engineered yeah whatever it's yeah you're you're aware there. of its existence and it's basically like a blip on your map of a spider web of installations <laughs> in what once was the city of Bulabadur, uh many of which are just like a pin on a google map that you have never been to and know right. nothing about I probably remember directing people to it, but... <laughs> sure. Yeah, something like that <laughs> makes sense. Sure. Exactly. You Very didn't work at that but... site. Yeah, cool. Hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, some sort of structure or something. There's uh, this purpose of the site. I don't know. What do you... Do you guys want to go that way, or... I look at um, the... Uh the uh acquaintance the ally question mark that we have here question mark um i look at her um hmm, which direction is the should we should we head on this map we should maybe perhaps we can discuss long-term objectives once we get to safety we should probably get out of here that's a good point what i if you would permit me i will lead you out but I understand the dynamic and the arrangement here. What what should we do? But I'm advising that we move. I vote after seeing this map northeast. Let's go. Agreed. Sounds good. I roll up the map and stow it away in my backpack and pull out my quarterstaff for uh, agility and walking as we begin to walk that way. It sounds like our first worry is getting down from this place without being seen. So, yeah. When you say that, you hear another one of the priests go and is like shouting and you just hear the rushing of water coming from the hole that must have been blown in the side of the bigger on the inside chamber. They're, They're definitely distracted for now, but it might not last. So our our new ally is right. Let's move. We go. Where? Uh, let's see. Let's go down one level at least, and then we can uh, head head north at like this. Yeah. So, what is the drop like? Is it a twenty feet? Um, definitely lots of handholds. You could like okay. it's very ornate and covered in. Um, I think actually I might have provided art for this at one point in the Bulabadur folder. Um. 
Yeah. Very ornate walls. Bulabadur, the, the thing itself. Look at those terraces. It's not exactly right, but it's it's approximate, you know? Yeah, so it's There's not a smooth face. So it'll not be a smooth a, face at all. There's vines. And, yeah. Let's just go. I think Crow just yeah. goes over and starts climbing down. Okay. Go ahead and move up to your speed on the map, and then reassess once we moved where you want to move. I, I move uh, one square of five feet to reach the edge. Yeah, you're there, and you uh, reach the edge. Yup. Bart shuffles sluggishly. I also move five feet to the edge. To the edge, to the edge. Clonk as quietly as possible to the edge. You look down over this edge, and you see that there are a couple of bullywugs, seemingly not aware of your presence whatsoever, milling about in a camp below with some tree stumps in the fog. Are they on the level immediately below us, or like in they the are on a level one, two, three, four below you? Some of which are completely covered in foliage, and you can just see them through it. And there's like glowing pink light torches that they are holding, moving around in the fog. Yeah. Ah, oh, shocks! There's more of them. Crow uh, will just whisper, "Let's just go, go down and stay quiet and." Try to avoid being seen from that direction. You, you maybe choose the path since you are the quietest. Crow, or we will be right behind. Yep. Nothing bad ever happens when I when I go first. <laughs> and uh, she'll just start climbing down. I'm not sure well, what um. When I went first, I found a giant spider. <laughs> yep. Bart will kind of give you a like a broken toothed grin and like a half-hearted thumbs up when you quip. Crow yep. is kind of like, we're okay. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> you got this. Fine. If bad things happen, it was just fate. Let's just go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so do I need to make any kind of check to descend carefully nope. and quietly? Um, okay. it, it, these, are, these are not difficult surfaces It's like to climbing climb. a ladder. Okay. Basically. You're climbing. If you, if you guys are taking your time and moving quietly, you do not need to make a check to do this. Maybe it's a little perilous at times, and we see a montage of our characters descending this face down 20 feet on the stone wall. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'll lead the line of people north staying in a, along the wall that's now okay. to our right and you know go ahead and peek around the northern corner of it to see if there's anyone visible from okay. on that side sure go for it so i'll just move myself up to move what i think is a corner to peek around yeah. okay you peek around that corner and you see on the what would be like what you're walking on, uh, like the pathway of this terrace, there is a hole in the ceiling from the chamber below, jaggedly shaped. And you see that there's a rope yep. hanging Rude. down into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say uh, the place where we tried to climb out is right here. So let's not walk there. Is there a yeah, grappling hook fall. attached? Yeah, there is a grappling hook attached. <gasps> you guys want to fall back down into no. that room and have to climb up the stairs of the dragon nearby? again? Because that'd be fun. No, I, I think if I don't see anyone on this yeah. level, no, you I'll don't. Just, I'll just 
walk further north to peek over the side and get kind of a view of mm-hmm. down into the north to see what uh what I might see. Okay. So down the pyramid to your north. Again, there's another one, two, three-ish levels down and sort of blurs together into some jungle foliage that has been cut back for the most part, but seems like it is just tenaciously growing. And you see a structure populated, it seems, by numerous bullywugs. Um, it's a little hard to explain, so I'm going to do my best. It's ruins. It is the ruins of a section of this city with a myriad of structures. You know, I'm, I'll just ping on the map. From here through here, all the way there, there are just a bunch of different buildings that are cobbled together with scrap wood and weird mismatched stucco. They all seem populated and in various states of disrepair. But atop that are, it's like a stilt house constructed out of huge foliage. It reminds you immediately of the artichoke. It reminds you immediately of the pumpkin house to the side of the artichoke. This looks like it's made out of coiled, blossoming flowers, basically. Giant dayglow pink flower houses on stilts over the ruined city. Romantic. Yeah, I'll I'll come back to the group and say there's a lot of bullywugs that direction. Mm. What about to the east? Maybe we can go farther that way and then cut back up. Uh, I'll look to our... Uh, do we know our snake friend's name? Or no, me? you do not. Say, what's your name? Uh, uh, my name's Ulma. Ulma? Uh, uh, Ulma Copperbloom. Uh, Ulma, I'm I'm Crow. Um, Ulma, new friend, uh, what direction would have the least bullywugs? Because there's a a town that way, there's guards to the west. Yes, a a fine question. Um, Well, if if your aim is to get to the Gultheus tree and the site there, where we have your prisoners, um, perhaps we should go to the south? I don't know. Do we want a chance going back up to the top? Or, or sneaking around. It's really hard to say, but I can tell you this. To the north, there is a large concentration of settled buildings. Um, just over there, she gestures to your west, down by the trees. As you can see, we have a logging camp. Um, to the south, I would advise against it. It is the garrison. Um, let's see. Um, a... To, to the east, the markets, you may be able to hide in plain sight there, even, perhaps. Um, I don't know. News has not yet traveled of the Queen, I suppose. They're dealing with something with this water, but um, I suppose it will not be long until they know. You took us a bit by surprise. Crow will kind of smile at her a little bit. Um, and, and then she'll look at the rest and say, 
it sounds like to me the safest way to go is west. There's uh, there's the least uh, frog frogs there that might see us. Chance crossing the the open terrain with the clear cut forest. Perhaps the fog will lend us cover. Perhaps. There's no good choices here. Um, are there any like doors or openings that we've passed uh, along this level? Of the... No, actually. Okay. It really seems like these areas, they look like they've been cleared a little bit, like excavated. Um, and they're not, they're not like, you don't feel like you're on what's intended to be a walkway, if that makes sense. Like the reason that there's no one up here is because you guys are on the ceiling of a level below you and the right. steps of these pyramids, like there's, there's a main stairway that brings you to the top. Um, on the east side. On the east side. You are on the west side. Say, so we just need a place to hide for a while. Let's not worry about going northeast yet. Let's just find a safe place. My roll 20 has crashed. Oh, oh no. Good. This is a safe space now, because Ben can't do anything. Quick. I can't yeah. do anything. Yeah. Quick. <laughs> Move as much as you want. No. Oh, <laughs> I take a long rest. It's eight uh, hours damn later. it. I can't stop you. <laughs> cars, cars turns to spark, and an idea comes to mind, and just, uh, you spark. Your map. Uh, could you pull it out again? Just briefly, for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kneel down, pull out my backpack, reach in, grab my map again, spread it out. Cars kind of pours over it one more time and just traces these squiggly lines of rivers through these scratched-on directions and sights, and then he just kind of thinks out loud to his party, like, if we head west, or, you know, north by northwest, we could maybe find our boat along the riverside and maybe we could just seek shelter upon it and travel along the river. Look, we follow it past this, past this ziggurat. We, it does look like, well, it forks. Either fork does pass by this tree that, that may have the answers we're looking for. Maybe... at the map myself it does look like there are um, more bugs that way though hmm. I'm, I'm sorry what exactly are you are y'all looking for We're looking for a boat and well, your boat okay right more importantly our friends yes my but daughter but before that we just need a place to hide and and spend the night. There are many ruins we could seek shelter in, but we are at the heart of Bulabadur right now. The heart indeed. So looking at this map, right, it does kind of look like our best chance is to go south. Just for a second. Like, I mean, like, what did you say was to the south, Ben, again? The garrison. The garrison. Uh, sounds dangerous to me. So then to the west. Right, like what Zach through was the saying. logging camp. I described the tents and the couple of bullywugs with their torches, a bunch of tree stumps, and exposed foliage. Right. So it's basically either. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, that's mm -hmm. it. I was just agreeing. Um, so basically, it's either to the left, 
to the west through the logging camp to get to the river to maybe get to our boat or to the east through the market where we can maybe blend in and hide and get closer to the site where I mean uh, if, yeah that those does sound like two valid ways to approach this there might be another way you haven't even thought of I don't think we should rush this process yeah. um, um if there's I kind of want to look along the like go along the ledge and look down and look for any kind of like is there an entrance into this place that I can see? Like, like can we just scale down and then go back inside to find a place to hide? Sure, sure. So you you look along the side, and there does look like there, at one time, was like a terrace there that is currently under excavation at the level where the pyramid structure meets this rough terrain there. You can see mm -hmm. there's a couple of little blue terraces there. It reminds you of something. When you saw the pink wisp of light and the rotating triangle door in that one passageway down way deeper, you remember being like, ah, this was once an exterior level of the pyramid, a place mm -hmm. where you could sit on a bench and look out across the majesty of Bilibadur. And now it's been completely covered by debris and someone tunneled through here and put a horrible pit with skeletons and rotating door and all that shit but you look down and you see one of those terraces and it looks like it is under excavation right now they're clearing away the forest to make room to do that there's evidence all around you that this at one point was excavated from the top down like it, it was buried and reclaimed to the point it has been reclaimed now I mean, you have to imagine, why were there no Bullywug patrols down on the lower levels? How many feet have you gone down? You've gone down 20 feet? Well, the average ceiling height in that place was 10 feet high, and you ascended stairs about three or four times. So, you know, you can look at the map, see the footprint of the pyramid. We'll go back into Discord, look at the picture of Chichen Itza I sent over, you know? Mm-hmm. So what I'm looking for is just mm -hmm. like, is there a place like a nook that like we could go and hide in for a while inside the pyramid or just, you know, like on a terrace that can't be seen from the thing is, below. these terraces are pretty exposed there. Mm -hmm. This location is I mean, you are in the center. If, I don't know if anyone's ever been to like the Pyramid of the Sun or the Pyramids of Giza or, you know, any any major holy site right that has these raised things there is not a place to cover there you are exposed on the highest point and you're surrounded by a city and camps and so really right now down is, into that yeah mm, go ahead the fog is like our saving it's like our singular right now yeah. saving grace that we're not like straight up the guys in the, lo the logging camp are like hey what are those specks over yeah. there on that pyramid and that you you came out what seems like a back door of the thing. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I mean, just this isn't really helpful narrative wise. Cars just takes in what Crow and uh, and Uma just said. And no, Crow is a point. Maybe if we're in the heart of Bolabador, maybe we just need to find one of the darker corners of this spoiled place to to rest for for a minute or longer. Oh, okay. Okay. So so looking back north, there's a bunch of buildings that have been occupied by 
Yes. My boy logs. Is there a building that's not occupied as far as we can see that's closer um, to us than the majority I mean, of the... I think in the fog, you can see that there are, like, there's an assortment of buildings that have lights in them, and some don't, uh, you know? It's it's mixed in there. This whole area here, Sack, like, you know, I, you don't see any tokens of monsters there, do you? Well, you don't know if there's monsters there. There's some lights in some places, and in other places there aren't lights. It, it's a city that stretches on from that point. Uh, alternatively, in the logging camp, there are tents that look like they have bullywugs coming in and out of them. There are tents that you haven't seen anybody come out of in the five, ten minutes that we've sheltered your party here. To the south, as you glanced with it, with the vision that you had, you just saw that there was more cleared trees and tents. Probably whatever garrison is beyond that. It's very thick fog. You can only see it about 120 feet out for everybody. Um, and then beyond that is just shapes. It's not completely invisible. It's just shapes like buildings and trees. Uh, and to your east, you really haven't gotten a very good look yet because there's the priests going all crazy because a bunch of water is gushing out of the top of their temple. And in probably a matter of minutes or moments, they're going to find out something that might unsettle them a lot. Start a big you know, manhunt. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, yeah. you have to really wonder, like, what's the story like from the Bullywug side this whole time? Who are you to them? Would they recognize you? Would you be completely unknown? How did you manage to destroy their matriarch seemingly undetected? Why did they drop you down there in the first place? <clears throat> like really there's no good choices um yeah we have to great. Just cl climb down and stay as low as we can i hope the fog lasts long enough for us to sneak through i mean uh, the west is probably the least populated it sounds but like we could just go back inside you could i don't really like that idea <laughs> i really like that, that idea mr bart <laughs> look <laughs> spark <laughs> The world mm -hmm. is a is a very big place, much bigger than your map. There what? are all sorts of trees out there. No, this there. is the whole world. No, no, Spark. Listen to me. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. I look at you with my brass eyes. Very earnestly. Bart, Bart, Bart has a, a brief real moment with you and is like, there's so much out there to see. That would be nice for you to experience if you are so cloistered here. So, come on. We're not there's, going back inside. Come on. There's more? There's beautiful things great things like what oh anything better than this place more people like us <laughs> nice are people. you from beyond here you mean the basin yes not from the basin whoa uh, okay <laughs> something has Ooh. obviously altered this being's perception of reality or Perhaps they were only given what they needed to function mm. at their time. It's maybe looking to crow into cards like just get down onto the grass yeah. and see if we can see if one of the tents are not occupied and try that. And if, if they all seem to be occupied, then just try to go to the north. Hop. 
I can't think of a better idea than that. I'm just gonna look at Ulma and just kind of like motion her to like you're, you're gonna be you're gonna stay in front of Karzalek. So <laughs> she she's like, okay, let's go, let's go. We're going west. Let's I go. That seems I'll like wait. a good. It seems like a good first option. Let's let's in part we'll stumble over the railing and flat <laughs> bump down to the grass. <laughs> she think, climbs down gracefully with you. I think Bart is going to take his boots off and walk around in the grass a little bit, curl his toes into it, and be very happy. <laughs> oh, this is very nice. See, Spark, this is called grass. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Spark doesn't like grass. <laughs> I don't feel things, but I know it's weird. It's alive. It's not did you standing know? right. It's alive, like you and me. What? Yes. I try not to step on it. <laughs> oh, no. I can't. Jump back up on the side of the pyramid. You're taking something from its home right now, much like you did with Dap. Oh, new Dap. How's this one going to end? Um, I mean, I'm going to start with Bart wants to make a perception check to find empty tent. Find an empty thing. tent. Okay. You want to like look for a tent that has not had yeah. any movement for a minute. You can yeah, like, watch. you can see. Yeah. But you're, you're up above, you know, like maybe 40 feet the air, up the yeah. hill or still. Uh, and there's some brush and there's nobody on your side of the pyramid. So yeah, you uh, go ahead and make that perceptione. Okay. Yeah. Natural 20. Okay. You see a tent right away that you, you've been like this whole time. You've been looking and scanning and you just think that there's a tent right there to no. your northwest that you have not seen anybody go in of, in, into, not seen anybody come out of. Uh, it's kind of tucked away right on the side of a hill and uh, it doesn't even look like there's any lights at all. It just looks unoccupied. And you see one bullywug actually kind of go like flap, 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 and walk out of the area over to do something. Looks the only other, sorry, the only other ones that you see in the area are to the south of you a little bit, and uh, there's one standing on what looks like a balcony to the north of you, but it doesn't look like it sees you. Okay. Uh, Bart is going to see the one to the southish kind of move off and be like, looks, it looks clear. Looks like it might be our best chance. And that tent seems empty. I'm, I'm going to go. And Bart will, uh, still barefooted, start shuffling down the hill. Trying okay. to be stealthy. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. Okay. Go ahead, and anyone who wants to move stealthily to this tent, yes, make me a stealth check. Oof. Now, bear in mind, as we're making these, grand, grand, stanky dankness. Grandma oh, Guo's swampy lair is thick with enchanted pollen. It has no magical effect on anyone, but it causes most creatures to become allergic. Creatures who do not need to breathe do not become <laughs> allergic. Allergic creatures traveling through the lair suffer minus two to their constitution saving throws for 1d4 days. Allergic creatures suffer miserably with sneezing, sniffling, and itchy eyes. Rolling a natural one on any stealth check causes the creature to sneeze loudly and immediately attract the attention of any creatures in the area. 
So I... natural one here explicitly attracts the attention of creatures in the area with a loud sneeze. All right, let's do it. Natural one time. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you seem nice. to be fine. Yeah, 22 for Crow. 14 for Bart. Nat 20 for Car. Let's go, Let's go. Sparky. For some reason, I'm not sure if Spark is following yet. I feel like Spark is still hesitant mm. to go and is curious to see what they're going to turn up at the tent. And also, grass feels weird, and I don't want to stand on it. You don't have to move right now. You can stay behind. Yeah, I'm going to just stay like. on the on the wall and observe for a, for a sec. As long as okay. they're not, like, beyond, like, 80 to 100 feet. They're something. moving, yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah. how many feet exactly that is, but it's yeah. like... It seems like they're 60. within 60 feet, so... They're around, I'm, yeah, 60-ish yeah. feet of you. Yeah, then I'm um, just going to be chilling there. I guess in, down in hushed the hill. tones, in hushed tones, like, prior to, like, you know, fully departing cars and... Look, Parkins, are you not? Are you not coming along? It's, it's right over there. Yeah, I just I. Well, I guess we we could all go together. I just uh, wanted to keep keep an eye out up here, and I was I've never I've never left here really before. The snake person says to you. Less talking, more moving. Alright. Cars has got cars will look back at him one last time and just just hang in there I I feel you'd you'd have a healthy appreciation for Schloss Gletcher if you decide to come along and I go, think that move on. Yeah. I think with Cars' encouragement, uh Spark will uh will follow it along right behind him. And I'll make my stealth check as well. Alright, what is my stealth? Um, that's a 13. Okay. So we have a 22, a 14, a 13, and a 21. You guys move as quietly as you can through the brush and arrive at the tent. No one seems to have seen you yet. Go ahead and move up there. All right. Is it? Okay, yeah, this tent. That tent right there. Stop if you all want to cram in there and layer your tokens on top of each other, that is fine. It is a uh, about yeah. a 15-foot long tent, about 5 to 8 feet wide or something like that. It's big enough for everyone to huddle inside there, you know? Um, so looking, like, beyond, we, we've been moving through this fog. Can I see if the logging camp stops anywhere to the northwest? Yeah, you can. You scan around. You see now you're pretty close to a building to your due north. Um, and you even see out, if you peek periodically out of the tent flap, and you guys are hiding inside this tent now in the Bully One Clogging Camp. You peek out, and you see that beyond the structures, there seems like there's even some uncleared land. Just like, like marshland. Woods, and junk, yeah. Like woods and, and marshes. <laughs> But to your northwest, you see something kind of interesting. The terrain drops off sharply, and you can't see exactly what's beyond, like, some sort of area where the, there's, like, severe erosion or something. It's like, there's a, there's a steep drop. Okay. 
It's like the 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 trees and brushes stop at a certain point. Yeah, and you, you look at it and like you see you know the the fog beyond it, and you're like, there's got to be just like it's like looking over the edge of the pyramid. You know, the land stops and you see just fog, and you're like, there's got to be more land down there, but the terrain drops off to go to a lower level. I think Spark is going to just post up at the entrance of the tent. There's only one entrance, right? Uh, there's only one entrance to the tent. That's correct. Okay. Um, I think Spark is going to just post up. Um, like, if you were o- to open the flap, like, you would just immediately Sparks see Spark's face right in front of you. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Um, Spark is just going to be standing there uh, with their shield and a quarter staff out just like in the same exact pose or in, in a very similar pose to the one that the party right. found them in sentry mode activates yeah exactly uh, crow will say let's just stop here and catch our breath um, they're going to find their dead queen any minute now and i think when that happens there'll be a lot of confusion chaos and maybe we can use that to our advantage good idea Someone should stand watch. I think I need to at least do a little bit of communing with the earth again now that my feet are back on dirt. My head swivels 300 or 180 degrees (laughs) back towards you. It's like, I got it. And then it swivels back. You might want to, you know, also check out the loot that you guys found while you're in this resting yeah. spot. Spends my time like looking at the map. My head swivels back to... again. I just, <laughs> I didn't want to rush you guys off the side no, of the no, pyramid no, 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 no. to decide on something, but Spark. I also wasn't sure that you were going to get away with the stealth check. But Spark. now that we're actually somewhere that you can reasonably go into uh, some indeterminate amount of time before something else happens, I would love to do some of that housekeeping. All right. Yeah. It's like, in game terms, we're attempting to take a short rest, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And it might be interrupted, but we'll use that time to rest and look over our stuff. That seems reasonable Got it. to me. And I also have a, I have a one-minute long thing that I would like to do if we are taking a short rest. Yo. Is that the consensus among the party? Are you attempting a short rest inside this tent that you have not seen any motion in since you I came think... out maybe, oh, 20 minutes ago? Oh, what else is in the tent? Um, it looks like there is a hammock on two sticks jammed into the ground. There's a basin of water underneath the hammock, and it looks like that you can make a fire that heats up the water and like steams you while you're sleeping. Um, Interesting. There looks like there are a couple of like little tables and wooden carved implements for eating, cooking. It's very mundane in here. It's like a house. Yeah. I feel like we have to just wait inside the entrance, and if anyone comes in here, grab them and silence them. I think if we're going to take a short rest, I'm going to take out the uh, the banner that I took, the tapestry uh, of like the kind of volcanic and flooding mountain oh, imagery. And I'm if I yeah. if I could, I would love to try to hang it in the entrance, so anybody that first. First, they walk into the back side of this tapestry, so the rest of us are looking at the nice side during our short mm. rest. And I'm going to stand on the other side and just uh, 
So you would, they would open it, you'd see them opening it, and then they would just be faced by a wall of cloth right away. I wouldn't see them open it, I would just probably hear you'd it. You'd probably feel and hear they, it probably, yeah. there's rustling They would open it to a, a tapestry yeah. and... Sure, interesting. Okay, I'll, I'll say with you, you know, if you rummage around for junk and you get some pins or something from someone's yeah, we're gonna back... we're going to be in here for an hour. You can, you take a couple of minutes and you pin it up. Does anyone react to that? I think no. That's a good plan. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. I re so, remain sentry mode in front of it again, swiveling <laughs> my head kind of like in a 360 degree, like a lighthouse. Well, I, I, I do have something to say to that. Cars will just look at Spark and just almost like almost jokingly, but almost like out of caution. No, Spark, if someone would have, you know, poke their head through with you standing guard there, you're not just going to. Greet them like you did us. Are you? What's what's? <laughs> what, what, what will you do? Should we encounter someone? Well, I was probably gonna bap them on the head, maybe, but you know, <laughs> you guys received my my treats so poorly. It was so rude. I, <laughs> under, under other circumstances, it, I feel like we could have gone off to a much better start. It worked out okay. <laughs> I'm gonna see the whole world because of you. There's a whole world out there. <laughs> the, there certainly is, Spark. I'm the... excited, <laughs> and I only know that because of y'all. So, oh man, Car so Cars I'll, feels... I'll look out for you. Cars feels a little, a uh, little warmed up by that. And <laughs> thank you, thank you, Spark. And he's gonna... yeah. My head has been fixated on you for this conversation, but once it's oh, done, yeah. it. Return to the swivel. <laughs> okay. So, it's lovely. We are attempting a short rest. Okay? One hour. Okay. So, we should split the items first, right? Because if anybody wants yeah. to tune to anything, you do it now. Yeah. That's smart. Good Let's call. start talking about the items. Um, should we go in order with the items? Yeah, where, where's the list? Is it? In so yes, in let's, uh, it's, there's it a list yeah. in Discord. There's also a handout in Roll Twenty that just has the links. So here's my thing. I was gonna try and prepare the spiel here. <clears throat> so we have been super fortunate to have gotten the blessing of a super cool content creator, the underscore Griffins underscore Saddlebag, the Griffin Saddlebag on Instagram. They make amazing homebrew fifth edition items. And I wanted to insert some cool loot at the end of the last act. And I looked around and I thought about it and I thought, why don't we continue the tradition of making SRD from the source books, from our imaginations and from the wild depths of the internet and give a little bit of the wild depths of the internet here. So we have a few items. I'll just list them off before we go into details on them. Ring of the Split Mind. The Medusan Singet. Signet Ring. A Bullfrog Totem. A Schematic Scroll. An Ouroboros Ring. And one of my favorites, a Blazeball Bat. Now these items were all found 
on the assorted bodies in the throne room as you fled and looted on your way out as the place seemed to come down on you. And then this like rift rips a hole in it and the place does not come down, but you escape out of a valve. So let's get a volunteer who wants to read the ring of the split mind. Sure. All right. All right. This crimson ring is split into two half circles that magically cover a hair's breadth apart. While wearing the ring and concentrating on only one spell, you have advantage on constitution saving throws that you make to maintain your concentration on that spell when you take damage. If you're concentrating on a spell of third level or lower and wearing the ring, you can choose to cast another spell of third level or lower that also requires concentration without losing concentration on the first one. While concentrating on two spells in this way, make a constitution saving throw for each spell as normal whenever you take damage to maintain your concentration. When you do, roll the d20 for each spell saving throw in the order in which you cast them. You are vulnerable to psychic damage while concentrating on two spells in this way. Once this property of the ring has been used, it can't be used again until the next day. Very interesting. And it's this sort of almost like a cloud serpent kind of print, or almost like a brain at the same Mm -hmm. time. Um, And two bands, like two hemispheres that do not actually meet, but are somehow held together. If you try to separate them, it is impossible. Okay, who wants to read the Medusan Signet Ring? Read it. All right. When you are reduced to zero hit points, but not killed outright while wearing this ring, you don't fall prone, but are immediately turned to stone and are petrified. You remain petrified until you die or are targeted by the greater restoration spell or until you gain regain any number of hit points regaining consciousness and returning to your normal form when you do. While petrified in this way, you don't make death saving throws at the start of each of your turns, although you still suffer failures if you take damage. In addition, critical hits against you while petrified become normal hits as your stone form offers some protection. When you regain consciousness, you also gain 2d6 plus 3 temporary hit points that last for one minute as the stone form's lingering protection slowly fades. Once this property has been used three times, the ring turns to dust and is destroyed. Lovely. I uh, I really appreciate this one. Um, I think that in the lore here, in the story, um, Ulma explains to you that this signet ring belonged to someone that she used to know. But she understands that she is in no position to ask for such an artifact to be given to her a prisoner. Let's keep going down the line. Who wants to read that bullfrog totem? Read it. Uh, The bullfrog totem. The magical fae spirit of a bullfrog inhabits this moss-covered stone statue. A creature that can see invisible objects can see this spirit swimming through the air around the statue. The statue is nine inches tall and weighs three pounds. 
Harmless, mundane insects such as flies, gnats, and mosquitoes are magically repelled from the statue in a 30-foot radius sphere that remains centered on it. Very cool. And it looks like a frog, like this is a normal frog, on a sphere with like kind of ornate, like almost like Baba Yaga feet underneath it. Um, and it's mossy. I think it's it's got gold inlay. The feet are gold. The eye is gold. Um, and it seems like another one of those bullywug or ancient whatever sphere technologies that you've run across here now. <laughs> All right, next in the order here, there's a scroll that seems weathered at first when you pull it out, but when you shake it off, the weathering is completely on the surface. Um, the muck and the slime of the Bullywug Queen's lair did not treat this thing well, but you just like wring it out one time and it returns to its luster. This is the schematic scroll, a blue and white scroll. Who wants to read that? I'll do it. Uh, it is an uncommon scroll. This scroll comes in a leather tube and its rich blue surface is covered with thin grid lines. Any mark uh, any mark you make on the surface becomes magically white. Uh, you can tap the scroll twice to cause it to project an illusory three-dimensional pro projection of whatever whatever is drawn on the scroll. The illusion appears a foot above the scroll's surface and shows any of the illustration's separate components as glowing outline. The projection can be enlarged or reduced to be as large as three feet across in any dimension or as small as four inches using a series of intuitive gestures with the illusion. You can also take apart any of the illusion's components to mold or reshape them using these gestures. Similarly, you can interact with the components of the projection as if they were physical objects and they behave in a reasonable facsimile of reality. You can speak the scroll's command words to record any changes made to the projection in this way, causing them to be reflected in what's drawn on the scroll. The projection remains until you tap the scroll twice, or until it's folded, rolled up, or otherwise put away. You can make the illustration or the schematic drawn on the scroll parchment permanent you can make sorry i'll start that oh one you're again. good yeah um you can make the illustration or schematic drawn on the scroll permanent and unalterable as an action by stamping it anywhere with a signed wax seal an illustration sealed in this way can't be updated by magic or mundane means although its illusory components can still be interacted with while the projection persists a creature using the scroll as a reference has advantage on any ability check made to repair or build an object pat patterned after an illustration on this scroll. Now, Whew. that's a long one. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for that one. And that's a technical <laughs> that's one. Up for. <laughs> so I have one alteration on I this item. I love that, though. That's this is such a cool very item. cool. Yeah, so I have one alteration on it that's not oh. in the text, which is that it is not, as far as you know, um, only one schematic 
saved in there right now. You don't know if there's any possibility to save more, but it does seem like there's one permanent one imprinted on this scroll. And when you guys probably open it and pull it up, you recognize it immediately. It is the strange lens that was on the barge that Emiliano's snake people were trying to deliver for the cracked thing on the top of the pyramid. It looks like an intact version of that. Damn! Fucking weird. Holy moly. It's a conspiracy. (laughs) My god, they're frog people. He's freaking frog That was the conspiracy all along. I don't trust that guy. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, we have two more. Oof. These are a lot of items, Only and two? I don't know if we uh, I have two more. No, there's more. See, four, four, four more. You got four more. Four more. Yeah, what yeah. are the other four? Or Boris. We'll find out. And Blaze. Yeah, that's Ball. true. Why are you spoiling it for the There's listeners? also the potion of puddle yeah. scrying. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the ring, the ring of honor. Of honoring. Oh wait, yes. I read it wrong. I, I, I guess I didn't loot, open then? that. I didn't yeah. open that tab correctly. Thank you. Why is it? Why is it not called? Why is it not called the honor ring? <laughs> we're, we're having a loot party <laughs> welcome to the loot hour that's why we give Ben five star reviews on <laughs> your all of your favorite podcasting platforms anyway <clears throat> anyways yeah we have four more magical items we have four more magic items to go here or a mm-hmm. Boris ring I'm gonna read this one it's a snake eating its own tail A silver serpent twists around itself three times to form the shape of this ring. Its tail is bitten by its jeweled head. While wearing the ring, when a creature that you can see, including yourself, rolls a d20, you can use your reaction to speak the ring's command word and roll a d8. You make this decision after knowing the result of the roll, but before the GM declares the outcome. When you do, you alter the number rolled on the d20 before any modifiers are added to it. So this is, to be clear, not a modifier. You can choose to either add or subtract the number you rolled on the D8 to or from the D20. The D20 is treated as if it originally rolled the altered number. If the D8 would cause the number rolled on the D20 to be greater than 20 or less than one, continue to count up as though the next number after 20 were one or the number one were below 20. I know this is very confusing. We're gonna have, I'm gonna link these in the description. So it's like uh, cards. If you get to aces, it goes back to twos. It's a revolving door, right? Interesting. Um, 20 is the end and one is the beginning of the continuum. So let's say, for example, a creature rolls a 19 on its d20 for an attack roll against you. Before any modifiers are added to the roll, You use your reaction to roll a four on the D8 and you add it to the 19. What is that that you would get, class? Three. Three, that is correct. Why would you do that? (laughs) It is a terrible time to use it. You want to make it a 20? You want to roll a one? It's a one in eight chance of making it a crit. What if you're making an enemy roll a negative three? What if you're making an enemy roll a negative three? Exactly, you bring it down to 16. what's so much worse? 
that's might as well let him roll a three. You could use a reaction in this but, case, yeah. though, to potentially minus eight from an enemy attack. It's a pretty big deal. I mean, no, wait, doesn't yeah. it? Can't you? I mean, can't you? I mean, like you could that's just if, if somebody else rolls a. Is it? Does it say before you know the result? Before you know the result, it says before you know the result. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. Roll roll natural twenty against you. You use that to say no. Let's add my d8 to it, so it'll be between one and eight. Yeah. So, once this property of the ring has been used, it can't be used again until the next dawn. So it's gonna be interesting. I like it just as a mechanic. It can be worn by one person, so it won't be passed around that freely, probably. Uh, I imagine it, it'll it be just interesting to decide who gets it. I don't want to do too much of that deciding right now, unless you guys want to try to attune to these right now. And if that's the case, then that's what we need to do. So let's just keep going here. I'm going to also read the next one. Whoa. Then we'll go back around the circle, I guess, for like the last two. Two people can do it. <clears throat> this this is the the blaze ball bat. It looks like a big bat with like forever embers in the construction of it. And you saw a couple of these broken in the ball game room that you uh, played a fun game in down below. This is a club or great club. Um, you can wield it as either. I don't really care. This wooden club is held together by iron rings and smolders with a crackling ember in while held. While you hit a target with a melee attack using this magic weapon, that target takes an additional 1d4 fire damage. You can use an action while holding the club to speak its command phrase. A ball of fire condenses from the weapon's embers and leaps into the air in front of you. You then strike the ball of fire with the club, launching it toward a target that you can see within range. Make a ranged weapon attack against the target using your strength modifier for the attack roll, Karzalek. This special attack has a normal range of 30 feet and a long range of 120 feet. On a hit, the target takes 1d8 plus 5 fire damage. Hit or miss. The target and each creature within 10 feet of it must succeed on a DC 15 dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 fire damage. A creature has advantage on the saving throw if the attack was made at long range. Sounds cool. If you roll a one when you make this special attack, the ball of fire lands at your feet and Less detonates. You take 1d8 plus five damage. Cool. And each creature within 10 feet of you, including yourself, must also succeed on a DC 15 dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 fire damage. So basically, in a nutshell, you can go out of you, you throw up a flame ball and then you knock it out of the park towards somebody. And if you roll a natty one on that, it explodes at your feet. Pretty cool. Pretty interesting item thematically tied to the dungeon. Um, who's next? I don't know. How did our roll off go? Well, Zach didn't roll. Zach. Are you participating in our gambling addiction? Well, wait, wait a second. What about reading? I, I thought we. You That's said what we're rolling for. Items. Yeah, we're rolling oh, for it to see who you're rules. rolling yeah. for that. Okay. Yeah. I can just read the next one. Do you, who, do you want to read, or are you yeah, rolling because you want to take the? 
Okay. Read, read, read. All right. The um, the potion of puddle scrying. Yes. This potion is filled with a silvery solution. When you use an action to drink this potion, your eyes become as clear as water for 10 minutes. For the duration, whenever you open your eyes underwater, you can see and hear any recent event that's occurred from the water's perspective up to 24 hours ago, reviewing the entirety of those events over the course of one minute. When you do, you relive these events as if you were just below the water's surface in the same space your head is in. You can only review events that occurred since the pool of water first appeared. You are deaf and blind to your surroundings while reviewing the events in this way. Pretty neat. So much potential mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so cool. What happened here? My God. But only if there's puddles. Hug <laughs> this potion and shove your face in that puddle. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone else just looks at someone, just bend over and shove their face in a, face in a puddle for a minute. <laughs> great. I mean, now we have to be aware awesome. of puddles, guys. The potential. But it's a yeah, potion, also... so we can only use it once. That's the well, thing. Here's the question, right? though. This, this is a potion of this. Who's to say there aren't more of these out there? Have they been using them? Oh. Is somebody scrying on this potion of scrying like technically could this potion be defined as a puddle when you also can see anyone else who's currently on a potion of scrying and you're like oh hey what's up what's up get on channel two get out of here right (laughs) yeah (laughs) switching through the channels of puddles (laughs) taken room occupied uh okay so one more right now, wait a second. This last item, the honor ring, Ben, if I recall yes. correctly, was this was this the queen's toe ring? I think it might have been her toe <laughs> ring, yeah. <laughs> this was her toe ring. But, I mean, was it originally her toe ring, or was it, you know? Fair enough. I'll read it real quick. Um, this is, I don't want to read it real quick. This is the honor ring. That is honor ring, but it's written as one word. Honoring, it's a rare item. This golden ring is shaped like a crown. It can hold up to five charges and gains one charge each time you slay a small or larger hostile creature while wearing it. The ring loses all charges if you're reduced to zero hit points or remove it. When the ring gains its fifth charge, you can use a bonus action once within the next 24 hours to expend all five charges. When you do, a spectral golden crown appears on you for one minute. For the duration, you gain the following benefits. A plus one bonus to AC, a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls, five temporary hit points at the start of each of your turns, and you're immune to the frightened condition. The effect as early if you're reduced to zero hit points. If you don't use this property within 24 hours of the ring gaining its fifth charge, the ring loses all charges. So if you're on a roll doing badass shit, you get these charges in your ring, and you then you're like, I'm going to use it now. That yeah, cool. But you ought to use it or lose it. Pretty cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like car select. <laughs> the crown part of it is one of the cool. We're going to move into deliberation times. Are we done reading or? That's all. I think that we're all of all the right. end of act two loot items. Okay. I mean, you collected a lot of treasure along the way too, right? There's plenty mm-hmm. of treasure in Tamawachan, but... Um, the last quote-unquote boss, I'm gonna part the curtain here now, because you've finished that dungeon. 
won't give away too much. We might go back and, you know, you might go back and I'm not going to spoil anything, but the last quote unquote room of the original 1980 dungeon was the room with the doppelganger king that you guys killed. Ooh, that Mm. was the last room. There is no loot in that room. There's just that encounter. There's lots of other loot in the dungeon. Like, let's not sell that short at all. But, like, the last thing is that and then the valves or the ceiling thing or, the you know, whatever to get out. Let's be honest. The real loot is the friends we made along the way. Hmm. Now, are you saying that just because you rolled a new character? That yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. Because okay. <laughs> you picked me up along the way. <laughs> yeah, come on, right guys. I am come the on. friend you made along the way. Please <laughs> love me. Please love me and keep me with you. Okay, so uh, so who's taking what? Let's start. Let's start the roll offs. Let's do this. I'm ready for it. Are tonight, we rolling off are. for these things? Who wants I mean, what? We yeah. I think split like, mind. So- yeah, yeah some, some, some like some like have obvious answers. Do they? What are your obvious calls? Well, okay, so the ring of the split mind has to go to Bart because I just okay. so cool. he can do more than one summon or summon in something else. That's Insane. just saying. To yeah, me, I'm that's the answer. Let's break the game. All right, mm-hmm. I'll put it on my sheet because that is, of course, a great green Zach. Things just are gonna get weird. Too good to not try. So then Bart is intending to, so that means this actually also creates another thing, right? Because I am already attuned to three items. So uh, I'm going I'm going to de-attune from my gloves of missile snaring. Ooh, so if that. somebody wants to wear gloves of missile snaring, they are now up for grabs. Ha ha. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Ha, 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 ha. Why are you laughing? Ha 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 ha. They're up for grab. Grab. Oh, oh my god. Hands. Gonna... That's what yeah. over my head, but it you won't see... if I had gloves of missile staring. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, oh, six. Nice. You nice. want to go for it. <laughs> All right. I mean, so, I'm attuned uh... to literally nothing. I'm a new character, so. Yeah, I, if you guys want to dump some magic stuff on me, go yeah, for it. Take but... the Take the gloves. That is a meme of when you uh, when you roll a new character and you join your seasoned vet friend in a game and they're like, do you want like a thousand gold and an epic breastplate and this yeah, thing? Yeah, exactly. And thing? Yeah. I didn't want to meta game and have trees leave all of their magical items <laughs> with everybody. Oh, it wouldn't yeah, make yeah. sense because then where would what would trees have? And trees needs them. Trees will probably be back in our story someday. Probably. Right, what elms obvious to people? I guess that was avoid the main one. Um, for the uh, the the ring of honor, um, I think it's either cars or me. I think like Same. we are the the slayers. Well, can I make yeah. a case? And I don't usually want to influence. I don't really want to influence these things usually, but can I make a case lore wise for what would be a cooler lore fit? I think. You guys want no, me to be you, you can't. You can't. <laughs> I, 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 I'm asking. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Overruled. Okay. Well, I would say it fits yeah, say it. Crow more than it fits Karzalek because Crow is from nobility. That's fair. Crow is Crow is also a, a little bit, you know, confident, self-confident. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and also, you're going to use. <laughs> I would argue oh, Crow man. is also slightly killier. 
and therefore, I, I genuinely think Chrome might be able to reap more charges in a shorter amount of time than... Right, so what's large. the condition for a charge again? Remind me, I know I looked at this a million Gotta times. Gotta kill a small or larger hostile yeah, it's, creature. It's on kill, so it's yeah. like Crow frequently dispatches creatures and gets the killing blows on things because Crow is one of Wait, your DPS characters, also, you know. Narratively, I love the idea of torturing Crow with a ring of honor. <laughs> you know? Having Every time a... she looks down at it and kills somebody and she gets like slightly more powerful. It is interesting. That's that... morally complicated. That is morally know, complicated? I don't know. I mean, like, there doesn't seem to be a condition with this Ring of Honor. Like, it just says kill shit. Like, that doesn't sound very honorable. Right. Well, <laughs> again, I, I was about to say, you guys, like, same thing I said earlier. Like, what is the story of the item? Where did Does it come Crow from? Does Crow have to Why wear it as a toe it... ring? No, I don't think it would fit Crow's toe. I think that would be... <laughs> Uh, is it more of a bracelet for growth? It might be more of a bracelet, actually. <laughs> it's it's more of a bracelet. Let's let's go with that. It's not actually a ring. Fair. I mean, I I will definitely use it. If, um, yeah, let's do it. If that's if that makes like a, sense. A, a golden yeah, crown awesome. bracelet. Yeah, really cool, cool item. It is a really cool item. And it's there's mechanically cool. Either, so. yeah. yeah. It seems. It also just seems like. It's probably like sleeper good, like those like just kind of minor bonuses over and over again. Absolutely, yeah. minor Sounds bonuses really over good. and over again. Value. Yeah, value. Get that value. <laughs> oh my god, the value. Uh, if okay. I could claim anything, if you I can. may, anybody. You're, the, you're a one quarter of the party, Michael, even though you aren't a new character. Yeah. You, yeah, I don't you know. are <laughs> one quarter of the party. I I would really love to have this schematic scroll if nobody else wants it. I think, I think flavor-wise, it kind of makes sense because you that kind of, uh, you know, you're an engineered object yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So you that could... that's a lovely argument for that. I totally endorse that. I think also maybe some people may or may not have understood some of the potential of this thing, which is like it operates as a reasonable facsimile of the object. So like you could make a key or something that opened a lock. But you, you can't make a physical make... thing. Um, am I reading it It actually wrong? does that. It's just a illusory thing, I believe. An illusory one? Oh, you or could learn, projection. You, you could like learn what the key you looks like exactly. It. Then make, yeah. it, make a key. And then you know? make it, it, it yeah, functions I mean... as a reasonable facsimile of reality. You can interact, so similarly, you can interact the components of the projections as if they were physical objects, and they behave in a reasonable facsimile of reality. That is the component that I really want to make <laughs> okay. sure you understand. Okay. So, like, you could be like, we need a wrench. We need a giant wrench. Draw a giant wrench. To push this it, to make the it extreme physical, and then immediately. You are, you are now a doodle mage. I could draw a bomb or I could draw a bat and hit people with it. And and so, I love wait. the phrase reasonable facsimile of Your reality. Mystery. That yeah, leaves okay. me all go. this wibbly wobbly right. ground yeah. to make it fun. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Cool. I love this item and I would love to have it. That's cool. Yeah, go for it. Go. All for it. I like how streamlined this has been. Keep going, guys. I immediately kneel down and start drawing. I try to recreate my world map internalizing <laughs> also uh bart's map if he provides it yeah i'll, I'll corresponds it, it okay well actually I'm, wait no great. first first i circle whatever it is that is already on it okay this is very important i circle it uh entirely around the edges and then mm -hmm. i draw a little line to another uh little circle where there's a little symbol inside of it 
Mm-hmm. And then I tap the, uh, I double tap the other circle where the design was, and it gets yeah. saved into the little corner yeah. where I you have to save it into the into the the file. Got it. I think I saved it as a a little frog face. Love mm. it. There's a frog face up in the corner that you can go poop poop, and it opens this thing up. Your um the lens. Yeah, That's the cool. lens. Love it. Cool. Oh, that's so awesome. Fantasy computers. Oh, I love this. I can't wait to draw the next map. Oh, and yeah, Spark continues after saving that, starts drawing the map of Bulbador. Okay. okay. Items, items, um, items, items. I think I think Blazeball Bat gives cars a ranged attack. It does give cars a ranged attack. A very fun one, too. And he's missing a really badass item right now because he did kind of lose... His, yeah, that's right. He threw his axe love. away for some reason. Oh, man. Into yeah, the fire. For some reason. It's <laughs> weird. For I mean, some reason. Yeah, and I think, I know, Ben, you uh, you opened up the floor. It could be like a club or a great club. But the way I see it, if it's a bat, like, it's got to be like a two-handed, like, I would yeah, argue like. that makes sense. Yeah. That I, makes I would sense. say it's a great club for two-handed. It's a great club, bad. and it's, that's, let's do it. Yeah. Very Sweet. cool. Cool. Thank you. Blaze ball, bat, Karzalek. All right. So we've got the Medusa Signet, the Bullfrog Totem, the Ouroboros Ring, and the Potion of Puddles Crying left. Someone can hold on to the Potion of yeah, Puddles Crying, and you guys can like drink it later when you want. Bet. Who's yeah. going to hold it? I kind of want to hold it. Yeah, Bro I like holds it. Go for it. I like that. <laughs> Makes sense. You, you hold a lot of the magic potion-y yeah. things. I yeah. like having the, you have uh, the most arcane knowledge. So. Yeah, and it's like sure. it's like an intel gathering thing, which is kind sure. of what she's done. So. Yeah, and now you, I think also this is great. There's a scene of you looking at this silvery liquid, and you look at the purple gas in the other vial that you have, mm-hmm. and the silvery, almost mercury-like filament running through it. They're the exact same, and at that moment. In the fog, it ripples again, and you look at what's moving out there, the falling embers of pink, almost like starlight, and you see that filament traveling through the fog as well. Exciting. Let's assign some more items. Sick. All right. The Medusa Signet. Who Um, wants to not die a few times? I already have something that, that gives me a little right. death death Periapt of wound yeah. closure. I, I take okay myself out dying. of the running. You would hate me, and but cars would almost use it as like a bargaining chip with Oma to be like, hey, like real for real though, don't fuck Whoa. us over and just take this for your friend. Like out of memory. Like if she's if she's like <sighs> actually real about it, he'd be like I'm she 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 holds her hands up like I I do not mean to impose. Trust me. Um why don't you hold on to it until you're sure? All right. I, I seriously want to live and um, not sure it would be a fate better than death to be left in a petrified state with you at the moment. Uh, with all due respect, I don't know if that's the best move for me personally <laughs> right now. We could carry you around then, you know, no problem. Make sure you get out safe. Right. And then you wouldn't I, have to deal with us. Your mm. friend, she gestures at Spark, your friend has very lofty uh, views of our kind and the conflict 
between us. I am not naive to that. But, again, I understand my position here. Make haste in deciphering who gets your loot. And <laughs> let, us, Josh, let us go. That's, that's some big NPC okay. energy right there. So, <laughs> the one thing to note with this one is that this one also requires attunement. Um, yeah. And so I I'll don't soak think... up your things that you don't want to attune to anymore, though. Yeah, that's the thing is that I don't think I want to bump anything off my list, yeah, so I don't want to me. use it. You guys so, can just pocket yeah. it and decide who's going to wear it right. later, and then I be mean, like, like, "Damn it, we should have put on the Medusa signet before that Spark, person died." Spark can have it for now. Like, right. yeah, Spark I mean, if nobody else items. will take it right now, I'll take it. You, yeah, okay. yeah. Either cars or Spark, I think. It also narratively, it's kind of funny that if Spark turned unconscious would turn back in, into, into a, a rock that they found. I, mean, I yeah, picked yeah. these yeah. items for a reason. Awesome. They all have so, yeah. thematic ties <laughs> to our dungeon experience. So that's put great. The ring on my finger and started tuning to the Medusan signet. If for some reason Spark exits our campaign as they entered, it would be very interesting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Awesome. Bullfrog Finally. Totem. The bullfrog, the most important Finally. one. See more. We have that and the Ouroboros string. True. This is the most important one, though. True. Yeah, this is the the peak. Who who do it? I mean, so we throw it in the bag. I think I think Crow likes it just for the vanity's sake of not being. Oh, yeah. the <laughs> this has big crow um, energy to me. It does have big crow oh, energy. Man. So I, I I would grab it if no one else wants it. Bart likes bugs, so yeah. He was yeah, Bart's like, I don't like that <laughs> item. That item yeah. sucks. Bugs I can't have me. my good bugsies within yeah, thirty feet of that away. thing. Yeah. They just like <laughs> it's mundane. Oh mundane. my god, that's <laughs> uh, funny. Uh, awesome. So if no well, one else can... wants it. I'll grab it. Yeah, great. Do it. I love that. All right, you'll have to drop that if you ever want to eat any of my good berries. That's so <laughs> and then walk thirty feet away. And actually, I'm imagining. Like, go ahead. I'm saying, like, function wise, if I have it like in a bag, does it still work? Or does it? Like, uh, that's does a it great question. Um, you guys I ask think, the creator. <laughs> yeah, I think one thing that we should keep in mind is one of the sentences in it is about the spirit that dwells within it. Yeah. Um. So. Let's cross that bridge when we cross that bridge right now. I think that your characters know that it repels bugs yeah. and maybe you get a vibe Bart specifically like there is a fucking spirit inside that rock. It's it's kind of narratively interesting if Crow is haunted by a frog spirit. Yeah. yeah maybe, <laughs> maybe do, you, do you tell Crow that that idol that seems like it repels bugs almost like has a frog spirit in it it could be i mean dab could already be dead it could be his spirit i think be. yeah i think maybe maybe if we're trying to like attune with these things and figure out like what they are mm -hmm. like not in the actual attunement sense but like figure out what the magic items do and all that stuff bart would try to like figure out if this spirit like had a name or something probably like yeah. so all right dm what is the name of the spirit that's trapped inside of this frog totem <laughs> The name of the spirit trapped inside this frog totem is Kevin. Is, it's not. It's no. not Kevin. No, Damn no. It. That's my totem that I have already. Come on. It is Ogluam. Uh, spelling Ogluam. O G L U O N. 
Obluan. Okay. Maybe I can come to peace with frogs eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is the start of healing. Bart, Bart tries to explain that to you, and at first you think that, like, I'm retching up on you or something like that when I say the name. <laughs> bad bad and memories. I think the only way you know the name of the spirit is basically you maybe commune for a minute with it, like you said, and it basically seems to you to be at the base level of animal intelligence. It is a frog spirit, pure and simple, frogging it up, and any bug that seems to fly within um, your radius, you notice a couple of times. Some of them fly in, and it looks like to you, Bart, as you focus and meditate on this item as this hour passes in this tent, you see it, like, eat it spectrally, and then the fly, like, flies away and then, like, lands and stops moving. I like it. This is a great an item of great evil. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> no, Crow, yeah, it's very dangerous. You should be careful with that. It's very dangerous. Maybe maybe let me have it. Bark is like jumping at you. <laughs> Can you imagine okay. what a weaponized version of this could do to Bart? No, oh it's Deet. Get out of here. It's the it's the mm-hmm. it's where Deet starts. <laughs> I, I, I see if it if it thins any shells of any bird eggs nearby. <laughs> I, I'm going to say um, in a bag, on your hands, on your head, under a chair. It seems like it works all the time. Okay. So the, all righty. Cool. It's interesting. So you just have like a little anti-bug sensor. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like it's the next best thing to the party's end. Which we know it is have. very similar to the party zone. We just <laughs> need to get one of those for like everything. It's <laughs> just a gadget that <laughs> repels everything. Yep. Just don't get the one that repels dwarves or just goblins. Poly- polymorph. <laughs> just prepare only polymorph and polymorph everybody into a bug. This this <laughs> item gives you a plus five strength, but repels humans. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. All right. So we have and one more. One more to decide. The ring yep. of Aurorobos. Aurorobos. That's Auroros. a fun one to use. I yes, think. very cool. <laughs> yes, does have some mechanical limitations in that it probably be, should be used by somebody who doesn't use reactions a lot. Yeah, my thoughts. Exactly. And someone who like rolls twenty and rolls d twenties more. Like if you're casting spells that have saves, for example. I, I guess also that would count for an enemy saving. So yeah. Yeah, this is like, this this like reminds me. This feels like something that trees would be great with mm-hmm. because it feels like cutting words kind of mm-hmm. thing. Because that's exactly yeah. what cutting words does. So it's yeah. like, yeah. what kind of person would be good to like use a reaction? Who has reaction to affect yeah. what's going Commenting on? Commenting on the and knows recording when. on the battle. I mean, just purely thinking table talk wise, I think it can kind of counteract the disadvantage that cars is rolling with all the time. Hmm. As yeah. But it is only once a day, but it's a, yeah. when the time is right, he can summon that. Yeah. I like yeah, that. I think, I think that's a ring, and this is a ring that could probably just go around depending on like yeah, how it's our not a tune either. So. Yeah, yeah. Which makes it really good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I dig that. I think car, cars or spark, probably. Yeah. You know like, what? Maybe... It says Auroboros. 
It's ours. Our Ouroboros. Share it. Communist snakes. Confirmed. I vote for cars. This is my my vote. I like that though. Yeah. Okay, and they can pass it off and stuff. So cars, cars will hold on to it on his hand. Even with attunement, you guys, you know, later on, yeah, can switch. Pop it up. Yeah, yeah. It just takes time and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I like it. We've gotten to the point where now, you know, I hope in your document you have this laid out in a way where you can see all your magic items. Um, Because I think it's probably not going to get to be less magic items. (laughs) That that, that three attainment limits kind of uh, makes interesting choices. It does. Mm -hmm. does. You have to make a build, basically. Um, And we'll explore later on down the road if that feels like it's still working for us, you know? I'm curious to see how it feels. <laughs> Maybe you only get 0.5 and you have to choose something, but you take out like half of the words. No. Um, okay, are we decided on all of the things? I think so. Um, God, fuck. We discussed this and I apologize. You can you can uh, ring me out for asking this again, but Cars no. is still, he still has the curse from the axe, but is he still attuned to the axe with it being like 100 feet away and like over 100 feet away and stuff and... Fuck. I can look up the rules of attunement, maybe in the yeah. PHB if there are any. Like, I was trying to Google the difference, like five E, like curse versus attunement, and like. I mean, you're cursed until you break the attunement. I imagine. Yeah. And if there's no reason to break the attunement, that's why I would want to find the rules of attunement. And breaking the attunement attunement. is just like a short rest, I'm pretty sure. Like, is it? Just, like. Like you just cycle them out. Right. The Spend curse. time on attuning something. Right. Yeah. But a curse. But the curse lingers. Right. But then if we're to, if it's just about, I think it would just be about the ruling as to what the curse is. Like, are you cursed and then cursed forever after you touch the item and like become attuned to it, or are you cursed for as long as you're attuned to it? And that's just a Ben choice, I think. Yeah. You're talking about the axe. Yeah. Like yeah. his car is just cursed until Didn't he gets. We rem- do this once. We did. We did, yes. Yeah, and I'm you like, you guys remember what we did? Because I do. I, I believe you do. Car, Cars is cursed. Like, he's just straight up cursed. Mm-hmm. That shit just like lingers until he seeks aid from a higher magical power. But we did lesser restoration, correct? Yeah. I think trees did remove curse. Yeah, cre- or trees. Trees did remove curse. So that was that was. I, yeah. I was gonna and say. I remember. And I remember. Left. <laughs> yeah. And trees left. That was that was like the end of that. <laughs> But so I remember doing lesser restoration and clarifying with you guys that that did not end curses. And then we did remove curse. I'm just looking at the yeah, text I again. I think I remember it. And I, I think I remember what happened because you, this is when the axe was broken. Right. Yeah, it was, it was broken and gone. And then I removed cursed on Karzalek and then it just showed up in his hands again. <laughs> Yeah, when you, when you needed a weapon against the yeah, doppelganger, you reached and it was there and intact. Mm-hmm. And you, I asked like if you wanted to wield it, and you did. And you, and you asked, "Am I attuned to it?" And I said, "Yes, you are attuned to it." And it so, right. curse is back. The curse was back at that point. But right. to be clear, you broke the curse with a third level remove curse, mm-hmm. and then so we right. took it again. Right, and then. So, so, and so with the axe being, and I, so I look at the rules of like attunement, mm-hmm. I think, so like by the rules of attunement in 5e, cards is with him between distance and like 
character status, Cars is like effectively unattuned, but that curse is definitely just like the curse is still there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You you are Ruby. still cursed. There's a status effect on you, cursed, yep. until Very you cool. have that removed. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yep. Cool. Cars has an extra has an open attunement slot. Then, yay! yay. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a silver I, lining. Yeah. I, I I had this like fun mental image. I might have shared it with uh with just Jesse of like. An, an aging car is like a hundred years later, like funding these, ex- <laughs> these expeditions, trying to find the axe. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's I cool. love that. Yeah. That's great. If cars uh, like never Lord breaks the curse, truly. Still yeah, who knows? Out parties. Maybe there's something deeper axe. that's affected all of you. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Ooh. I know it's affected all of us. Gma's stanky dankness. Gma's stanky dankness. Was really hoping for a natural one there, and just <laughs> just having this scene go a very different way that I very fully planned for. Uh, but this is also great. So I, this is why I love D and D because tonight I was like, you guys spent a good chunk of time deciding which direction to go, and that was for me thrilling content the whole time. It was. Uh, there were four or more directions and you guys were weighing the options and asking me questions and it's it's good shit you know damn and now here we are hiding in a tent spending an hour so i'm gonna if we're ready to go here let's hop back in jesse reporting in yep ah (laughs) checking in we all saying this is someday maybe we'll play mech noir and we can all do our catchphrases like we're gundams mm-hmm. i've never watched an episode of gundam in my life but uh i appreciate mech things so okay um catchphrase catchphrase yeah exactly all right here we go i'm gonna change the music i think it's time for a change in the music uh not that So I think in the meantime, Spark has been trying to recreate the best that they can uh, the what they recall of the museum and the ziggurat structure. Like on a zoom in level, just like drawing it and then like double tapping it every once in a while and like looking mm. at it. And then undoing that. But <laughs> Okay. I think um, speaking of Spark, uh, what Crow is doing... Um, is she uses a magic item that hasn't been used yet, which is she pulls out a mirror and looks at it and thinks of Spark. Whoa. To see if maybe mm. I can learn something about our brand new ally that we're, uh, that we're just okay. trusting. I mean, and maybe it's stuff that you don't know right yeah, now. Yeah. It um, probably so, is. <laughs> I don't want to, like, you know. Mirror of it. the past. I love this. Okay. This is great. So in this hour, you pull out the mirror of the past, which you found in the temple. Which trees left to me. Thank you, trees. I don't think I actually said. So down here in the tent, everyone's meditating on different items. They are surveying their wounds, their loot, uh, talking about plans. So your question is with the mirror of the past, the holder 
of this platinum hand mirror can learn something about the history of a specific object or creature by taking an action to gaze into the mirror and think of the target. Instead of the holder's reflection, the mirror presents scenes from the target's past. Information conveyed is accurate, but it is random and cryptic and presented in no particular order. Once it is activated, the mirror gives its information for one minute or less, then returns to normal. It can't be used again until the next dawn. I know exactly what you see when you think of this seems like automaton in front of you. You see him hunched over this, uh, see them hunched over this, this schematic, poring over it and drawing different things. And then you look into the mirror and you see a similar figure with an extra set of arms, four arms in total, moving deftly over a control surface. As on the other side of this set of controls, a hanging assembly line of automata. Move, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. They have these wide hips and some of them different configurations you can see on different lines. One looks a lot like Spark and has this sort of set, correct me if I'm wrong, this set of like double jointed knees that look kind of like the Bullywug's legs. Is that your understanding? Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. about. That's okay, about same. Right. So it's not like exactly like that, but it's like, you know, even if you look in like Halo, the Covenant aliens, they have those backwards knees, right? The, the double knee. Um, that's the distinguishing feature, it seems, of these otherwise humanoid automata. And you just see this factory at work with a four-armed one working away at the controls. And it feels like moments pass by that like take just an instant and forever. You're gazing into it and the thing turns its head and its eyes glow that day glow pink at you and the vision ends. The, um, the figure operating the controls is the one that felt like it could see me. Or at least it turned around and reacted or something. Yes. And your eyes refocus and you see me just like going back and forth and sketching on this little weird thing and double tapping it and this projection shows up and then double moving like, it around and then so in, in the vision like did i get a sense of the scale of the place like how many automata were there it was dark wow. uh but in the flashing lights of arc welding you saw that there were probably hundreds within your frame of vision and if they can make hundreds, why wouldn't there be thousands? Right. Hmm. Okay. And again, in Kasur, there's a city that has automata. They're spread through the world somewhat, but they're rare. And they were very common in this vision. They seem like they are. Aotrum in the far northeast, I believe. Volcanic city by the sea. Hmm. All righty. Well, that's just food for thought then. 
Yeah, all really great things happening in this tent. Everyone's attuned to their items. You've strung out that tapestry. Yeah, I was about to say I finish my sketch real quick and resume my sentry mode. Yeah. Can't get too distracted and And attuned to this ring. As this is all going on, uh, an hour passes. You may all benefit from a short rest. Go ahead and roll any hit die that you want to roll. Hit die. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to try this roll 20 short rest button on my character sheet and see what happens. <laughs> I, I already know Do where it. I'm at on everything, so I'm curious. That's awesome. I, I love that they've included that. Okay. Where, where do you see that? Uh, it's above right my resources, side. like above my action oh, yeah. search and second wind. I tried. Yeah, I tried. It refresh it over from Hero Sword. Lab. It's just, it's hit, hit dice and stuff is a separate mechanic. But yeah. it's nice that it refreshes the right things. It even like gives me a little window because I, I have two different size hit dice and it says... That's awesome. How many of nice. each? So huh. remember also, uh, you may have to add in the... Um, Oh, you know what? Never mind. We didn't change a thing about short rests. We only changed long rests. Yeah. Right. That was no. Didn't really work, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, I, I well. didn't get any hit dice options. It may myself. it may only work if you built your character with the character mancer. Um, Maybe. Yeah. I wonder, I'll just, but I'll, I'll just experiment roll. with that another time sometime. But yeah, just do your maintenance here. If there's anything exciting or disappointing about your rolls, let us know. You're any some people are rolling some hit die to recover some HP. So far, I've rolled two eights, which is pretty exciting. Okay. I'm about to roll my last one. And so you guys are probably running out of hit die, I would imagine. Cards. Ooh. Wait. I have rolled three eights. Three eights. Nice. Wow. This is exciting. I guess I might as well spend one. I got exactly back to full by using my (laughs) remaining hit die. So you're at empty now. Karzalek is at empty now. Yeah. I'm also only at 15 H put man damn I, I like this hit die rule yeah cars is uh he's still not he's 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 rested not well rested but he's rested and yeah, you have your uh your mechanics back though you know you get your action True. surge you get your second it's interesting second so so wind. when i click the short rest button it automatically gave me a spell slot back for a warlock yeah what? that makes sense whoa nice yeah, i Hopefully. see um, yeah, Bart is up to 49 out of, like, three below max, basically, 49 out of 52, so almost there. And I will stop spending my hit die. Okay. Um, any other business we need to attend to here? I mean, not asking you guys what you do next, I'm just saying, like, in the tent here, in that hour, is there any last things you guys want to deal with? I mean, I think, like, I'm kind of just waiting for to hear some kind of reaction to the current. No, I imagine that you guys are are waiting to see. But in an hour, I'm I'm saying that hour is concluded, I'm going to say, before we move on to whatever happens next. Any other things you want to deal with logistically here? I take it down my tapestry and tuck it away again. People are looking, like, a little antsy. Like, they don't want to settle down and sleep. But... You don't really Probably. have anywhere to go either. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think Just... Crow would kind of explain her thought of a plan during the time too. Yeah. Which is not a very good plan, but it's basically 
I hope that some chaos erupts when they find their queen or learn about her. But if not, I could sneak off and make a distraction that lets us get away. I mean, that sounds all right to me. Yeah. How do we know that you'll be all right? Well, we, we never really know. But it's uh, that's just one of those things you leave in the gods' hands. I look around at the others. Is that how this works? I don't... I don't necessarily relish the idea of leaving anyone else behind. Sometimes you have to take chances, though. Crow sure is a lot faster than you. <laughs> I'm, I nudge Karzalek. Karzalek is just stone-faced. <laughs> and I can be completely unseen, if need be. Okay. Okay. Well, um, what, 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 what is to the northwest of us as far as we are right now? Like, it's like the... a drop off in terrain and some more logging camp kind of stuff. And then, like um, this greenery that we're seeing over here, is that like it's, the beginning it's of greenery? The it's like trees. There's, yeah, there's trees there. Okay, so like possible place to run to. Possibly, I will just in case. Well, he's gonna strap his shield to his back to bring mm -hmm. his AC down to 19. This is for the record, to, so he Ooh. can wield the blaze ball bat. So, those are take, everyone had to grow. There you go. How does it feel to be second place AC? Dude, it feels good knowing that hopefully <laughs> more things will target you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you guys start to like plot your, your next moves. You finish your rest. You, um, you, you just peer outside and discuss your options and the sound pierces the calm. It echoes and you hear it again. It's Ooh. a horn. Something's going on. There's an alert of some sort. You hear a, a bullywug shout. You speak primordial, don't you, Spark? It is known. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're <laughs> I good. Do you speak primordial. Speak primordial. You hear a bullywug shout. Gorok, come with me. And you hear the wet slapping of feet coming from the camps. The horn continues to sound. My head stops spinning and I look at the others and I'm like, sounds like they're headed towards pyramid maybe for a second. Just hold on. I stop There's just waiting. some rustling. Listen several places around you and you guys imagine that you you guys duck back inside or what do you do hell yeah <laughs> i mean i think our hope is that figures from the camp will go towards the temple and if we can hear that happening we'll just wait until it's as quiet as possible and then look out to see if the coast is clear okay uh 
Bart will start hurriedly gathering like all his stuff and putting it back in his pack and getting ready to make a sprint for it if it if the coast gets clear. Okay. You hear rustling and more rustling and you hear more shouting. It starts to become a little bit hard to distinguish some of it and you hear the snapping of a branch and now you feel a little bit of shaking in the ground as some larger creatures nearby seem like they're moving. You recognize it. Big dap Large sound. toads. Big dap sounds are on the move. Good lord. And you hear something after the next horn. Nearby, you hear, Go rock! Go to the tent! Open! Find all! And they <laughs> begin to open the tents I'm near you. The, you can I'm hear standing, them yeah. searching. I'm standing at the front with my shield and quarterstaff out. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not outside. I'm just like in, just inside the tent flap. I'm not opening it. We're just like listening, hoping they don't open it. <laughs> A couple but of bullywugs like, seem like they're that, arguing right outside your tent. They're saying, what with water come down? And this other one is like, we must go to the east side now. They begin to flop, flop, flop towards your tent. What is uh, Spark relaying about what they hear? Anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just hear like, <laughs> you know, he's getting like ready to just they're, go for a sprint. They are kind of looking for, through tents and stuff for some reason, a little bit. I don't know why. Crow's going to ready a yep. spell. <laughs> um, If the flaps open and there are figures outside, you know, that mm -hmm. are Billywug, <laughs> Uh, she wants to use her subtle maiden magic to silently cast sleep oh. and hopefully put to sleep anybody that comes to the tent. Okay. Oh. Interesting. So you prepare that spell and you hear flop, 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 and a wet hand extends to the front of the tent and pulls the flap back and Spark, you hear say, anyone in there, come out now. We must go to the temple. And then you're staring at a frog, Crow. And their eyes go wide. And I let it rip. Okay, what's the radius on this thing? Or is it, how does it work exactly? <laughs> um, I can pick a point that I can see. Um, okay. I'll so allow any anything around you. You can see on the map here, there's four bullywugs oh, outside actually, your tent. Cool. Okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, let me actually pull or up the five, spell. really, if you count this guy up here. Okay. Um, I pick a point within 90 feet, and creatures within 20 feet are affected in ascending order of hit points. Okay. So, obviously, I want to cast it beyond where it's not going to affect us. Right. And so, I don't really know so what... you're probably going to get at least three of them. Yeah, I think I could. I mean, if I could see, like, you know, the, mm -hmm. this, this tent to the northwest, that kind of center yeah. at the door, it would hit all four, I think. Okay. Even all five, I think, including this guy. 
you know? Oh, yeah, I didn't see yeah. them. Yeah, that's oh, that's God. great. So that one was the one that you had saw with a, uh, a little staff with a light on it up on the mm-hmm. balcony earlier who yelled, Gorok, come with me. Okay. Um, so it sounds like we're about to uh, have to engage in combat. Perhaps. 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 Well, so I mean, it, it's not going to put all of them to sleep. That's, that's how much guaranteed. rolling you got to do here. What's uh? Um, I just roll how many hit points it is. Okay, um, and what is and the, the die roll? Five d eight and five d eight. Okay. Yep, and that's it. There's no save. Okay. Anything. Just five d eight. All right. All right. Here Let's goes. Let her rip. Oh, oh man. low die. Wow. Only thirteen. This so probably nothing. Is going to be interesting. This bullywug that opens the tent goes, Wah! after he asks everyone inside to come with him, they must go to the temple. And then he looks at you and his eyes go like, Wah! and he just falls over completely asleep. I'm going to mark him as X. His friends cannot see into the tent and do not know what has happened yet. What do you um, do? I try to drag him in with us, just carefully pull him in. <laughs> I would like to maintain Crow's position at the front of the tent if I can, like where she is. I can't okay. like, quite do it on the Roll20 map or whatever. Yeah, no, but as theater Crow of the pulls, minding this a little yeah, bit. As Crow pulls in the sleeping one, I'm going to take this position and um, flanking the entrance to the to the tent yeah still inside those like just in case somebody comes inside um i would like to um prepare something to say to them okay so crow you drag the body in i'm doing it for you there you drag the body inside the tent and spark you hear (laughs) saying someone say what are you doing over there? Come and they start walking over. Oh, I wish I had a second level slot so I could alter self into this guy. I do. I know, <laughs> yeah. I really want to lie to them, but it just doesn't make sense for me. So I'm just going to wait. And once they open the tent flap, uh, I guess I I would like to try to intimidate them with something to say, if that's what's about okay. to happen. Yeah, they and, come and over. anybody else has anything else to do. And they say, what's the matter with you? And they open the flap and get a real good look, a few of them, at all of you. I step forward and I I uh, slam my quarterstaff into the ground and brandish my shield. And in primordial, I uh, bellow towards them. Uh, we have killed your queen and you will let us pass. Okay. Oh, and I'm going to use the t- tides of chaos to get advantage on this, if, if uh, okay. possible. I, I think you can, if I understand how that works correctly. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I still have it from last time because right, it refreshed when fight, I went right? crazy. Yeah. So, so, yeah, go ahead and roll us that intimidation <sighs> check. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that's pretty good. That's a 24. 24. <laughs> so they look and they see a 
armored Robot warrior. Creature, yeah. I see an armored warrior dragging an unconscious bullywug that they were just coming after. And they see in the back a goblin and a dwarf, also like armed to the teeth, and a snake woman who looks like really uncomfortable and like she doesn't like being here right now. And she's like covering her face, like, don't look at me. Um, <laughs> and right flanking the flap, it looks over and gets a glimpse at you as you say this. And it, its eyes just go so wide and it opens its mouth. I'm a, I'm a, and it, it just starts to run away off into the marsh while two of the other ones shout in confusion and take a couple of steps backwards. The one at the back just takes a step forwards and says, Our queen is dead. Yes. At our hands. Interlopers and metal one. You will not stop us. I, I have heard no such report. I have come from seamless time. Looks very confused at you. Definitely intimidated by, like, it's. Ne I, don't, I think you have had some encounters with bullywugs, mm -hmm. but they have been rare. And in yeah. general, they have responded to you with hostility or fear. Yeah. Same for me. This one, <laughs> yeah. This one yeah. seems like it's trying its best to square up with you, but it is confused. Mm -hmm. It says again, I have heard no reports of the queen's death. You speak nonsense. You are hearing it now. Do you not see the pyramid leaking water? Do you not yes, hear that's... the horns? These other bullywugs back up and they start to join their comrade and run. And this one asks, increasingly quizzically and agitated. I step forward towards it, like uh, uh, in a uh, dominating kind of presence way mm -hmm. to assert myself. It sort of like cowers a little bit and it gets a little smaller. It's a little guy. I, I, I must know what we, we were called to the temple for a flood. There's backup in a tunnel. Why do you speak of our queen this way? Then go to your leak. We will leave, and you will let us leave. And this is all, yeah, still, still all in primordial. So says, nobody else will, can understand what we're saying. I will, I will re report you to the to the queen's guard. I will, I will go now. And do he's pointing you at you want, and you starts small running frog. off. While his three comrades are just booking it off into the brush now. They have made it far away. They are afraid of this yeah. strange group of adventurers and the I'm ensuing chaos. The horn sounds again in the background, and you see a couple of other bullywugs in the distance as you guys are maintaining a low profile, making their way over to the temple. Evidently, they do not know that their queen is dead. <laughs> <laughs> my my head swivels to the rest of the gang in the tent, uh, so like my body's facing the other way, and then I just shrug, <laughs> and then like start to wave them out. And this guy runs off into the alleyway beyond, unless anybody tries to stop him. Hell no! <laughs> it's flop, 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 and runs, holding his staff. 
to the cover of the canopy. And Bart will start flopping with his goblin feet. They're on the move, folks. I will Bart's going to grab almost canopy, wrist yeah. and just book it, too. Almost like, uh, I cannot believe that that worked. <laughs> me <Yeah>. either. <laughs> we flop, flop, flop to the trees. And as you're running, she also says again, they, they must have... It's just like the council. They wouldn't dare let any weakness show. You see these frogs, and they look at you again. They're like, oh! And they run off in a different direction. <laughs> we, all right. That's I'll right, go. run. <laughs> Crow, you're joining them? Um... Does the sleeping figure have anything valuable on them? <laughs> <guessing>. uh, they <laughs> have a they have a blunt spear, uh-huh. uh huh, moldy <laughs> leather armor, Ooh. hide armor. Ooh, okay. And hold on, let's see. Two gold and two silver. Yoink! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> I'm rich. And hold on. Six humanoid teeth. I grab those absolutely. Oh. I will. I will find a use for them. Trust me. <laughs> I'm sure you will. I use the ears and I use yep. the. Uh, now oh you have God. some humanoid teeth oh wherever God. they got those. Wow. Oh my God. All right, we are we booking into this canopy? Wow. So we're just we're gonna keep going in the northwesterly direction, y'all. I guess kind of, wherever Sounds we can like find it. cover and, well, and hide. We're gonna run right into whatever this is up ahead. As we're as we're running, I will uh, brief them in common to be like, uh, I, I, I uh, told them that. Right. I, at first, I start speaking in primordial to them, <laughs> and then I catch myself, and I'm like, ah, they, uh, they didn't know that the queen died, and they were trying to get. Anyways, we should leave. They're gonna report us or something, but uh. They're going to leave us alone for a second. Thank you for buying us the time, Spock. It's, let's not waste it. Let's keep moving. Yeah. You Just see around. peering through the debris at you um, some bullywugs that had run off. One of them turns back and sort of looks back at you, lingers in your sight for a moment, and then runs off again into the into the fog. Can we kind of see the tree from where we are? Like the big tree. The tree, the big tree. No, to. you can see a big kind of shadow on the northeastern side. But here's what you do see as you run across this edge of the encampment. On your right is a village built on ruins. There seems like there's dense foliage all over it, and it's abuzz with activity. Evidently, they're dealing with flooding on the eastern side of the temple. Now, what could possibly be getting wet that these frogs don't want to get wet? <laughs> Perhaps they didn't tell their people their queen died, as Ulma indicates, because the council wouldn't ever want to project weakness like this. So while they may be in some mild form of chaos right now, the hell that might break loose when they understand that their leadership and the former leadership as well is gone 
could be considerable. Mm-hmm. So you come to this edge of this clearing, knowing that the majority of the population seems to be going the opposite direction. And it's like a ruin here. There's tattered flags hanging from poles, and it seems like the steps of an amphitheater leading down, 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 maybe 60 feet down. And at the bottom, in the arena floor, is a huge gaping hole. Inside the hole, you can see from the rim, silver liquid bubbling. What do you do? That seems normal, right? I mean, notch, notch for up here. Spark. That's down there stuff. Up here, metal doesn't bubble from the ground. Maybe it's maybe it's best we skirt around the edge of this and try to keep pressing northwest. Yes, let's keep going that way until we get away from all these frog folk, and then cut back to the east to get to the tree. So sounds good. Or not? Boop boop boop. Basically, so you go to the northeast and then cut back to the northwest. Well, yeah, it goes basically kind of go north. Due here. north. And, and then, then yeah, take like a left the, the rip of, of the amphitheater. Yeah. Sure. And then okay. See where we're at and probably start trying sure. to head northeast after that. Yep. That makes some sense. Plod, plod, plod. Flap, flap. Big goblin feet. Flap, Okay, flap. as you make your way up here, feel free to move your characters. You notice something. The fog has begun to clear a little bit. There's a patch of sunlight above you. Oh. And you quietly but quickly make your way across here. And eventually you notice the haze is it's just starting to dissipate. A wind kind of picks up and blows a drift of it out of the way, exposing on your right a shallow river that seems to be flowing from the town itself that doesn't look like it was there until moments ago. Like it's knocking over grass and flowing through this valley, not into the center of Bulbadur, but out. And standing partially up to their midsections in some of this water is a group of bullywugs accompanied by colossal creatures with drums on their backs. Riding atop a couple of these creatures are even more of the frogmen, and they wade through the streams. There are a small, there's a small family of the creatures you fought on the bridge, Hmm. taking a dip over there, ridden by their bullywug domesticators. And as the fog clears, 
and you make your way to the edge of this map, feel free to place yourselves on the edge of this map. You get a glimpse back. You start to climb up a little hill, and you get a glimpse back at the city that you're trying to flee. Go ahead and take it in for a second. We picked a good way. Holy moly! That's oh. a good idea. What we did the pick. We did pick a good way. <laughs> but look at all the prep that we missed. Oh. <laughs> no, oh. you didn't miss oh, much no. because yeah. as this fog map. clears, you look at this herd of these tall reptilian creatures and one of the bullywugs has a long bamboo telescoping lens. Looks over at you no. and shouts, <laughs> and they start to charge in your direction. Gee, and we'll it. see you next time. No. Oh, okay. No, that escape mechanic's gonna really come <laughs> I'm, I'm too I run. get it now. Oh my god. Oh, wild. What the heck? Oh, this map is massive. Hey, the map is so massive. Much populous here. There's a lot of bullywuggos and some other fun things scattered amongst in there that you guys didn't encounter yet. Who knows if you will? I don't know.